Hello and welcome to What's the Call podcast, episode 72. I'm your host, Aaron, and with me we have... And your other co-host, Chucky Brisk. And we also got... And Dimitri. What's good, everybody? What's good, yeah. you guys? What's up? How are you? You guys good? Sure. Doing well. All right. So we, we took a week off for the, I don't know, how they breaks was there holiday last week or did we just get busy um, i just feel like sometimes life gets in the way you know it, it, it's kind of hard to get you know produce a podcast every week now i know why so many podcasts start and then just like fizzle they fizzle mm. and we're, we definitely should yeah. fizzle <laughs> we definitely should but we won't we just never will shot callers no. we're gonna go to as episode seven thousand. as long as it's sports there will be Look, we we made it through a pandemic talking about nonsense with no sports. So if we could do that, we'll be fine. So let's start off with some shoutouts. Let's start off with those um, shoutouts, no? You guys guys got any? I I I do have one. I want to give a shout out to a seventy year old lady from Westport, Connecticut. Um her name is Gwen. I gotta double check the, the name. Gwen Goldman. Um, she is a lifelong Yankee fan. And in the early 1960s, she wrote to the Yankees when she was 10 years old, asking, could she be a Batgirl? Well, that would be okay nowadays. But in 1961, the Yankees wrote back to her saying, no. Um, here's the actual quote from the, I believe, general manager at the time. He said, I'm sure you can understand that in a game dominated by men, a young lady such as yourself would feel out of place in a dugout. Well, the Yankees called her up and invited her down to serve as a Batgirl. Brian Cashman righted the wrong of the past. And so at 70 years old, she finally got to be a Batgirl for the Yankees couple weeks ago so it was only a one-time thing they didn't keep her on for like full staff i'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was meant to just be a one-time thing i mean, I mean she, how old she is 70 she? at this point in her 70 70 wow i mean i was a, i was i was an incredible pr stunt by brian cashman um try to divert the you know divert the energy from fourth place to to this so you know shout out to him for it's true. It's so true. Yeah. You got any shout outs, Aaron? Um, I do. Um, I hate to shout him out because he plays for the enemy, but I have to give a shout out to Trey Turner um, from the Washington Nationals. He mm. hit his third career cycle on his birthday yesterday, on his 28th birthday, hit his third cycle of his career. And he didn't he did it in like six innings, which that's kind of crazy. Like not even to like to the last that bat, like he did it real quick. Yeah, he's tied with uh four other players, um, Babe Herman, Bob Musel, John Riley, and most recently, uh, I think as of 2015, Adrian Beltre. Um, so pretty cool company, pretty cool stat. Um, shout out that's to cool. him. And um yeah, that's it. It's my only shout out. Mm-hmm. I have a shout out, a shout out to myself oh. for being on the Michael K show. 
you know, they interviewed me. Uh, nah, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that interview. <laughs> I was nervous as hell. I got on the phone. You, 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 you were actually going to be my RP. Because <laughs> <laughs> how hyped you got me for this? Right. How much you let me down? <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Hey, Don did a trio, a, a great uh, top five trio because of me. So. Yeah, that is true. That is true. You did. I might, I might be producing this show very soon. So, um, yeah, no, it was fun. I was nervous. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, I was on the show. Got to talk to them. So. Yeah, that's so funny that you said you're going to put him as your RIP. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, I, 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 give, I gotta give a shout out actually uh, for last week. Last week shout out um, was to Danish female soccer player Nadia Nadim. She was born in Afghanistan and was forced to flee the country and become a refugee in Denmark um, when the Taliban executed her father. She has since played, I think now at this point, almost 100 games for the Danish national team and has put up over 200 goals um, in her um, club career, not not for the Danish team. Um, I think she has like 30 or something like that. It's still a great score. She also speaks nine languages and is currently going to med school to be a surgeon. That's fucking insane. Damn. Wait, nine languages? That's crazy too. That's what the reports say. Hey, that's a full, yeah, yeah, that's a full plate right there. Now med school. Good for her, man. Shout out to her. That's cool. Um, anyone else have any more shout outs? Or we should we go to RIP? So we already know Chuck's RIP. Do you have any <laughs> other do you have any other ones? <laughs> um any other RIPs? Well, I do have I should add, I do have two other shout outs. One um, we'll probably talk more. Well, I'll bring up the quick one. Um, an Argentinian club, a soccer club that's been around for 116 years has finally won their first championship. Club Atletico Colón, after 116 years in the league, is finally champions of Argentina. Wow. Man, the Cubs got nothing you on imagine? that team. I was about to say, the Cubs got nothing on that team. 116? Sheesh. I would have just given up. <laughs> I mean, like, there's 116 years between titles. No, they haven't won That's at all. That's embarrassing. You got you to gotta blow the team up after that. After you hit, like, 100, you got to blow it up. Like, we're never doing this. But clearly, it worked. They were patient. I mean, to have fans still rooting for you. Kind of crazy, and Tap fans so excited that seventy people got arrested for celebrating on the streets that night. That's how it should be. Anytime a championship gets won, if you're not getting arrested in your city, are you really a fan? If the Mets, if the Mets win the World Series, I'm getting arrested, guaranteed. All right. <laughs> uh, and my last shout out: Oakland Raiders defensive end Carl Nassim. Became the first active NFL player to publicly come out as um, as gay. So shout out to him being first. Shout out to you know all the support he's gotten, and um, yeah, hopefully this isn't news in the future. 
Yeah, I'm about to say, it sucks that it even has to be, like, announced. Like, who cares? Like, just live your life. But, um, yeah, shout out to him. He was doing, like, a whole, like, interview tour, I think, too. I think he was, like, on Breakfast Club the other day. On the, was really? Like, Charlemagne and those guys. But, um, yeah. Shout out. Um, any RIPs? I have one. Uh, RIP to Alex Caruso of the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, got arrested uh, by Texas A&M University Police um, for having two ounces of marijuana and other drug paraphernalia. On so, the college campus? Yep. Did he go to the school? I'm not even sure. Um, it's possible, but it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you do that? But yeah, arrested and charged. The the Lakers tried to bail him out, but it was a uh, a no bail. So. He had to get booked on Tuesday. He stayed like a whole weekend in jail. And hopefully, he learns his lesson. That's so crazy. That's so stupid. <laughs> that's so stupid. Is. Um, I don't have any RIPs. Um, I was trying to think of one. I thought I had one like saved, oh. but I. I just can't find that. I have, I have nothing. I have another one. Um, uh, Los Angeles Angels, Dylan Bundy. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, actually threw up projectile vomit yep. on the mound. I felt bad. I kind of felt bad, but it's RB. Must be real. It is. Um, uh, was it? Do you guys think that was heat exhaustion, maybe? I mean that's what that's what they said. That's what they said. It was. I mean it was only the second inning. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, wasn't it in New York though too? Yeah, yeah. It was hot yeah. this week, man. Yeah, Kevin, yeah. Kevin Kevin Durant was there. Yeah, it was it was hot, man. So, I could see it. I mean, it's. I'm sure that's not the first time that's happened. Just probably the first time that's happened while he's on someone's on the mound. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it like that. Like probably after like they probably could make it through the inning, and as soon as they go back to the dugout, going crazy. But yeah, it was uh, it's pretty gnarly. And it was kind of crazy. Like even you could hear the fans going oh, like in the background as he's throwing. <laughs> yeah, they they they, uh, they had it on him, and then as soon as he started going, they were just like showing literally anybody else at that point, like. <laughs> R.I.P. to Dylan Bundy for sure. Um, also, an R.P. and well, soon to definitely be probably a very big story. Um, Trevor Bauer, Ooh. the m- massive uh, news coming out about Bauer. Uh, supposedly still starting, still gonna start this weekend. We'll see what happens there. Um, but is in the middle of some accusations and um. Um, what, what's the term? Investigations by the Los Angeles Police Department um, for sexual assault. Uh, it looks like two instances of it, um, and they're fairly recent ones too. 
uh, it was actually just in May. So, um, we shall see. It looks like the um, formal hearing will be on July 23rd. He's denying all, all allegations. He's not denying it. No, he is. Well, no, he's, he's not. Though. He's he said, sorry. He, he he's denying that um, it wasn't consensual. We don't. No, he's he's he's, he's denying, denying he's, that it it was assault. He's denying. Yeah. He's saying that it was consensual. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. He's saying what happened was consensual, and that she wanted it. Do you guys believe him or no? I mean, I can't. I'm, I'll never victim blame. So I always like to wait to see what Stuff. the actual, yeah. like, you know, facts are. I, I'll never victim blame because you don't know. Like, we're not in that situation. We'll never know. Um, but hopefully, some something gets figured out. Either he's an asshole or the person who's falsely accusing is an asshole. Like, someone's got to be the asshole. So we just got to figure out who's who um, and who's actually like the victim I wonder, I wonder if this opens up the doors for other women to come out against him could be mm-hmm. I mean he's definitely a, I mean look again he, he could be targeted you know he is yeah, some, he, he is someone who likes to run his mouth and and you know people just don't like him so I'm sure there's a lot of people I have not seen anything positive about him written since the news broke out, you know, people just either just don't like him or they're like kind of happy that this is happening to him. Um, as crazy as it sounds, you know, I hope, I hope it's, you know, I hope the truth comes out, but I hope everyone is uh, safe and everything and well, mentally good. Uh, New, New York Post came out. Um, just amount of information. Um, screenshots from their text conversations as well as pictures of her afterwards from what i'm thinking i'm thinking they both were looking for uh, a rough night with a little pain mixing with pleasure and it looks like the second encounter bauer took it too far that seems to be the story the pictures do not look good I mean, do we? You think the Dodgers are gonna? I mean, they're probably gonna let him keep playing, right? Well, I think they're waiting for MLB's decision on this. Yes, yeah. MLB turns into like this is this is what I hate about uh, sports organizations, and I get, I get it's their job, but they turn into like the FBI. They like have all the inside information. All of a sudden, like the NFL police or investigators or the base MLB, like they'll have all the information first and they'll sit on it. That is true. So, or, sometimes what I also hate is when uh, the, the public expects this, you know, the sports industry, you know, MLB, NFL, whatever, to be the punisher to be the one given the sentence, mm-hmm. you know, because let's say Trevor Broward doesn't go to jail for this. And fortunately history tells us he probably won't. People will still be expecting the MLB to do something as opposed to expecting 
mm-hmm. LA police department to do something. Yeah. Yeah. This happens across all sports. Like, I mean, but I don't know. I feel like there's still, there should always be a lesson learned. And if it comes out that it's true, then if he doesn't get legal action and, you know, imprisonment, all that stuff, then he has to at least get some type of suspension or something. I mean, mean, has anyone heard from Deshaun Watson lately? I haven't heard anything about that. You know, it just sounds like a lot of this stuff happens. And then, like you said, people, I bet you they I bet you they have all the information already for Deshaun Watson. We're just waiting for it to mm-hmm. be like preseason and they're gonna drop it all. And then we'll be like, oh, Deshaun Watson's done, like he's done. The same thing happened to the GM for the Mets when they the one that they hired in the offseason. He got hired and like the week <laughs> later, the stuff that apparently was already that information that's already been held by like ESPN and stuff, then it was released. Mm-hmm. And yo, that's dirty by ESPN. Yo, it's it's kind of crazy, but they were like, "Oh shit, we don't got nothing this week." All right, well, we got this, and we they're like sitting at the round table, and they got all these files, what they could drop. And which I think, which I think that. is also just as bad. Like it is, it not, is not 100%. just as bad, obviously, because you know, people are getting hurt and stuff. But like, it's really bad that they're doing that. Like, do they really care? They don't care. Yeah, they, they care about themselves and and what you know, what type mm-hmm. of media outlets they could get their hands on to give this information to. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. man, R.I.P. Trevor Bauer. And let's see what the Dodgers do. I'm sure they'll have to take some type of action. He'll miss a couple of starts, I'm sure, until they sort it out. He'll be back for the playoffs. Probably. Um. So let's change a little bit. I mean, well, any other RPs or nah, I'm shout outs? Good. Let's go into today in sports history. 1859, we had the first ever college baseball game, which is fitting because yesterday we had the College World Series in which Mississippi State um, won the series two games to one over Vanderbilt. It's the first time in Mississippi State history that one of their teams in any sports has won the national title. Wow. So shout out to the Bulldogs. Um, first college baseball game, Amherst versus Williams College. Score was 66 to 32. Wait, wait, what? Yep, you heard me right. In baseball? Baseball. Were there yes. no, were, I had to read no, that twice. Were there no outfielders during this game? Were they just hitting like batting practice? What was happening here? Um, that's not. That's like even more than a football score. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, they definitely played under different rules. Uh, were they lobbing the ball? Like what the, the games like, played. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here are the rules, or here are some of the rules. The game was loosely, so they played under what was called Massachusetts rules. Mm. And the game was loosely similar to modern baseball with no foul territory, no called strikes, but only one out per inning. And despite the score, the game took just three and a half hours to play. So, so no foul balls. 
So if you hit it and it goes backwards, so that's a hit. That's a score, right? You're chasing no. it. I mean, that's basically it's it was basically cricket, which is mm-hmm. yeah, that's what happens with cricket. What was that they score one more time? Cricket. You said 60, 60 what to what to thirty? It was apparently sixty six to thirty two. Man, what a blowout! Imagine playing those rules and you get blown out like that though. Sixty six is wild. <laughs> oh my god. All right, man, I found a little more information. So the playing field was a square with no foul territory. Um, I don't know what that means. Oh, the bases were wooden stakes in the ground. So, yeah, definitely very similar uh, to cricket. Um, and they're only 60 feet apart from each other. Chuck's going to reach. And this is where cricket started. <laughs> <laughs> This is basically cricket. This is basically <laughs> cricket. Just the, the, the few different rules. I like that one. Um, also, even better, which would be hysterical if they did this one today. Um, you had the option to get a runner out by throwing the ball at him and hitting mm, him with the ball. Dodgeball rules. I like this. We used to play that way as kids. We used to play it like. Uh, you know, like little fields and stuff. We used to play that yep. way. If you can't catch it, just try to throw it at them. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I like this. I got to bring this back. <laughs> so that was one thing in sports history. Then uh, in 1903, the Tour de France started. First ever Tour de France started the state 1903. Uh, RIP to the girl who got arrested by the French police on this year's Tour de France in the first stage, held out a sign and Easy. was on the course. I would have believed court... the whole country. <laughs> she did. It took her a while. It took them a while to find her. I know. They ultimately decided not to press charges, but oh, they were mad and it took them a few days to find her. Uh, she may still get sued by, I guess, whoever runs the Tour de France or any of those individual players who crashed, which was like 30 of them. She took out a um, lot. That was, I think oh it was God, more was than 30. I think awful. you're being generous. I think it was way more than 30. I mean, it looked like a massacre. It was the field. It Honestly, was... I watched the replay like five, six times, like over again. But what does she think? Like, she sees them coming. Yeah, you want to take a cool picture with them, like, or at least like, you know, a good angle. They're coming at you. You're like holding the sign. But the girl was in the in the road. <laughs> <laughs> like her son was, was like 100 in the road saying hello to her uh, opie and omi which are apparently grandma and grandpa in german well, i'm sure they're disappointed in her they're not happy no. uh also in 1916 the the brooklyn robins which eventually became the brooklyn dodgers and the philadelphia phillies played the first ever sunday game in mob history the owner and manager of the team got arrested because of the state laws that were uh, that banned baseball on Sundays at that time. Why? Because it was God's Day or something? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Sunday blue laws mm. that uh, many states, many places used to have. Oh, I love Sunday baseball. And every Mets' favorite day, July 1st. Also known as Aaron. Bobby, Bobby Bonilla Day. Bobby Day. Can we talk about Every this day. a little bit? Can we yes. talk about this a little bit? Probably the the second best contract in, in sports history. 
Definitely top five. I mean, Dimitri, have you been watching TV today at all? Have you seen any uh, commercials really. that looked interesting? No. So, so finally, the Mets have decided to go all in on Bobby Bonilla Day. Now that we have a new owner, Uncle Steve Cohen, the Wilpons would never lean into it. Steve Cohen's leaning into it. Yeah, Bobby Bonilla to agree to do a commercial uh, advertised in City Field as an Airbnb. And then Ryan Reynolds, the actor, got Bobby Bonilla to do not one, but two commercials about it today for the cell phone company called Mint Mobile, which is uh, partly owned by Ryan Reynolds. It's like a 25-year deal or something for like $100. $100 a year. $100 a year. $100 a year, yeah. For 25 years, like guarantee or something like that. So not only is he going to continue getting this contract, he has now picked up another bag to star in commercials that I just saw one on TV moments ago that you'll be seeing worldwide, I'm sure. Bobby Bonilla might be the greatest. Whoever his manager was may yeah, whoever that go agent. down. Oh my God. His, his agent may go down as the greatest agent of all time. Like <laughs> if there's like a hall of fame of that, his agent needs to be number one because how do you, he flipped that contract to even more money? And now it's like a joke and it's satire. And he's like, I'm fucking rich now, even more so. Uh, Braves just won. Uh, D- Dennis Gilbert was his uh, agent. Wow. $1.2 million a year until when is it? Um, so there's an Airbnb and. Yeah, Yeah, what's up with the Airbnb at City Field? I'm gonna check that out. Um, yeah, apparently they're doing some sort of Airbnb at City Field. I don't know how long they're doing it or how many people are doing it. Um, I I didn't look into many details about it. Um, also, I know we speak a lot about Michael K, Peter Rosberg, Donald Greco, McKay Show. I mean, I know that he does on radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Call, call him up today. Say in 1987, their competitor WFAN started, and they were the first ever 24-hour all sports radio. Man, I'm I'm still thinking about Bobby Bonilla and the amount of times I've seen him on my TV today. I sent you the the. The commercial, uh, Dimitri earlier today. I sent it to Chuck oh, too. Did? Yeah, it's on Instagram. Um, it's by Barstool. It was one on Instagram. No, no, no. And I, se- I sent one before that. Um, yeah, it's it's very funny to me. Um, shout out to him. Shout out to Steve Cohen for just embracing the full gimmick of of this contract because it's a gimmick at this point. It's like wrestling. Like, what's he got? Like almost ten years left, right? Eleven years left. Uh, I think it goes uh, to twenty. It goes to twenty thirty. Twenty thirty five. I thought it was thirty two. Uh, Either yeah, way, it's it's into the thirties. Um, I I just love that he's embracing the gimmick. Like this is, it's a, it's been a. Yo, joke. he can he can, he's gonna make money off of it. Yeah, he's, he's a gonna, great Yeah, it's it's awesome. So shout out to those guys. Very very funny. Funny. And uh, shout out to Mint Mobile trying to get some new uh some new people on there shout out to ryan reynolds trying to make the most of it 
very smart deal. Um, do you mind if we, uh, you know, it's it's about to be Fourth of July weekend. I don't know if you wanted to wait till the end to talk about this, but um, yo, it's it's it's, it's, it's America's favorite pastime, the hot dog eating contest. Hot dog eating contest. Yeah, hot dog eating That's contest. Right. Yeah. It is probably my longest. It was probably my second longest um, birthday celebration, birthday tradition. So to the chocolates out there, my birthday is July fourth. Has its pros and cons. Can be honest. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about it? <laughs> that, that's that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> um, I have to go on beer and goods for that podcast. Hey. Um, <laughs> so, um, so. There's two birthday traditions that I usually have. One of them is my mom will make me an American flag birthday cake. And the other one is I will watch the Nathan's Hot Dog Contest on TV. I've never gone to Coney Island on Drive Forward because it's like 100,000 people. And mm-hmm. that's absurd. Um, but I I love it. I find it so entertaining. It's, you know, they, they get so into it. The announcer, I don't, I don't remember the guy's name, but he is so into it and it's it's just it's interesting it's it's america i didn't know about the other tradition i didn't know that you get a a american flag birthday cake that that's pretty cool are those your favorite colors no i I, honestly i don't even really like cake that much to be honest it's just been going on for so long (laughs) oh hope my mom's not listening no so too (laughs) Just like actually, I hate her cake, but it's a good birthday. No, cake. no, not at all. I'm just saying, I'm just I'm not being, I'm not being she's like, she's just airing out his mom right now. Like she makes the worst cake, but I love this tradition. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure she'll be happy to hear that. Yeah, right. Yeah, but why not? Why not ever go go down for for the day? I've been down there once. It's Coney Island before. I know. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not gonna go on July Fourth. It was a. It was a whole. It was a lot of people, but I, I went once. Um, but yeah, Joey Chestnut is gonna the greatest champion of sports history, all sports. I mean, he's greatest going, champion of all time. I say he's gonna go down as the greatest. He's the actual goat. He's won thirteen of the last fourteen uh, contests. So he has thirteen belts. Like they he's the greatest man. We don't just say that, all right? You know us. We don't just say the goat for no reason, all right? Not on this we podcast. Would never do that. <laughs> Not on this podcast. He is the absolute goat, and I I appreciate it, you right, guys, keep, that you keep that tradition. I really do. The under over, by the way, for, for Joe Chestnut eating, 75. which by the way, the odds are on him. The under over is seventy three point five. I'm going 75. He's doing it. 75. What's the record? Is it? It's probably like 74, 73. I think he did 74. I think it's around there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that might be it. Let's see. I'll tell you right now. It's it's 75. 74. Oh, yeah. It's got to be. Yes. Yes. Last year he did do 75. It's got to be 76 this year. Nothing less. If he goes less, I mean, he's still going to win because – He's the goat, but he's got to go more each year. He has to get another one. <clears throat> I mean, I know for sh- for a fact we talked about this last year, but man, 
I just I don't know. It. I just don't know what I could possibly eat that much of in a ten minute span, fast and and furious. Shit. And just... I mean, I could probably put away uh, the the Costco sized Doritos in ten minutes. I think. <laughs> I think I could. <laughs> nah, you can't mess that because it's got air in it. It's like half nah, air. but the the Costco one's the biggest one. Like if you go to like Stop and Shop, the family size or party size one is like a third of that bag at Costco. I'm talking about that Costco one. That one, ten minutes I could do. I don't know. That's a good... what find out this we... weekend when we record it live. <laughs> live. All right. So Joey Chestnut is such the favorite that you would have to bet five. Oh, sorry, fifty thousand dollars just to win one thousand. Mm. All right, so no one's making money on chestnut this week. I'll tell you that. Well, you you got yeah. dogs. How many does he eat? How many will we do in the yeah. first minute? The last minute? Yeah, do the prop bets. I bet last year on, on uh, DraftKings on him. I'm pretty sure of all that. <laughs> How much is the prize? I think it's I, only ten thousand. Yeah, it's, it's not think, as much as you would think. Yeah, I think it's only like ten. See, he if he was smart, he would. Probably throw the match and put all his money on the second part, like the second whoever comes he thinks is going to be in second. He's going to point shave? Is that what you want him to do? Point shave? Yeah. I mean, listen. You want him the longest yard this? Are you kidding me right now? (laughs) You don't do the dodgeball? Listen, that that person is probably, he can probably take that 10,000. And make two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, what's the net worth of Joey Chestnut before we move on? <laughs> mm, I don't know. You know. I feel like we don't see him that much doing other things. Like, we don't see him like that many commercials. I, I mean, he's definitely making more than just ten thousand doing this. I mean, how does he not have his own brand of hot dogs already? Like, what are we? Like, who's his agent? Why? Bobby Benin's oh. agent needs to go to him. How does he not have his own hot dog yet? Bro, his... <laughs> oh, what? Wow. His net worth is estimated to be $1.5 million. Wow. It's more than my net worth. He's That's just eating crazy. I just looked him up. He could eat... He's eating 141 hard-boiled eggs in eight minutes. Well, some of these records are... Just- Wild. He's eaten 390 shrimp wontons in eight minutes. <laughs> what the hell? He's selling 53 soft beef tacos from Taco Bell in 10 minutes. 257 hostess donuts in six. Honestly, I think I could do some damage in, in that in six minutes. About 257, but maybe like 57. <laughs> Oh, wow. wow, what a legend, man! A true icon. That's a set. I'll, I'll I'll make sure to Photoshop Chuck's face on him this weekend, just for his birthday. I got you, Chuck. How many do you guys think you could do in ten minutes? Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Mm-hmm. I think what? honestly, I have a a pee for the hot dog um, contest because they dip it in water. I don't like that. I feel like that's cheating. They like cheating. I feel like it's cheating. Um, I could do 
uh, there's this thing back in the day we used to do where you where you're supposed to eat three three slices of bread in a minute or three minutes something like that and people could not do it so the bread is a factor so you think they shouldn't be allowed to to wet to wet the bread no i don't think so who eats a a hot dog like that which i thought you know what champion all time you know what they should do is just like take a bunch of bread and pat it down and then make it into like a sandwich and just eat like if it's like 20 rolls they just flatten it down eat it like that instead of eating i mean i think i can if it's like just hot dog and bun but like i could probably get like like eight in but like that and also like you're drinking you're drinking water also so it's filling you up even more so it's like I don't know. I could probably do five, like with the sauerkraut and relish and stuff, <laughs> but just regular, I could probably hit like eight to ten. You imagine he get Jerry, you beat Jerry Chestnut, and you put sauerkraut and relish on it. <laughs> Honestly, that's the real skill right there. Mm-hmm. I want to see him. I want to see how much he could do loaded up. All right. No, no water. No water. No dipping nothing. Yeah. I want. I want to see the sauerkraut, the sautéed onions. I'm trying to see all of that on there. The mustard, everything. From the Chicago hot dogs. Yes. Now those are loaded, loaded up. He could. I bet those you. I bet you could probably still do like fifty of those. They have to he already be loaded could. up, ready to go, though. Yeah. He probably could. He probably uh, could. I'm looking at some of the food records. I think I could do this one. Oh, let's hear one it. guy did. 10.6 pounds of corned beef and cabbage in 10 minutes. I fucking love corned beef and cabbage. I eat that in my sleep. I could but, do that. But do you love it that much, though? I think you'll you'll hate it if you do that challenge. You'd hate it afterwards because of how your stomach's going to be messed yeah. up afterwards. Like, so like, there's another record. 80 chicken nuggets in five minutes. Easy. No, we could do that. We could do that. We could do that. As collective, probably. No, 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 no. I think each of us could do that. Come on, nah. Chuck. Chuck could do it for sure. I know. I know Kevin can. Shout out to Kevin Wong, our good friend. I'm pretty sure Kevin can. He's a chicken nugget fanatic. I wonder if if he enjoys food anymore. Joey Chestnut, or Kevin Wong. Uh, Joey Chestnut, Kevin Wong. I'm sure he enjoys food. <laughs> like you think he like. He's eating all these things for a competition. Like, what do you think he enjoys? Like, is there any like thing that he just like eats just for like himself? Like nothing for money and championships? I feel like I I feel like no. I don't think he eats anything. Like for enjoyment? For pleasure. That makes me sad, man. Maybe he lives a very hard life, man. Just think about it. It's hard being at the top. It's hard imagine, being at the time. Imagine working with so, him. It's lonely. It's lonely up there. Imagine working with him, and you go to out to lunch, and he has to, he has to order the whole. And you got to split the bill. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm not eating with you, Joey. I'm sorry. Can yeah. we do? Can we do separate yeah. bills, please? Yo, Joey, you a cool dude and all. <laughs> <laughs> but you making us late because you ordering too much stuff. <laughs> Oh my god. 
I, I love the Joey Chestnut talk. All right, let's get back to some other things. But shout out to the hot dog eating contest. And shout out to Chuck's traditions. Love it. I love a good tradition. Um, should we so, hit up uh, what we NHL, got? NHL, NHL, NBA. We got we got NHL, the show. We're, we're finals bound. Talking about the show. All right. So we yeah. got uh, Stanley Cup. Game three is tomorrow. Um, Montreal not looking so good. Um, had some moments. Had some moments in game two. You know they're they're playing in Tampa. Tampa is obviously the heavy favorites. They won it last year. They are the better team. To be honest, they're clearly the better team. Um, I think Montreal is going to take a game, possibly two, in Montreal. Um, but I don't see them win the series. They're right down to nothing. Um, I'm hoping they can take game three. The me Montreal, even though they only have thirty five. No, sorry, thirty five hundred fans. Um, the Quebec government did not allow them uh, more than that wow. due to COVID. Kind of surprising, to be honest. Um, kind of surprising the NHL didn't put a little more pressure on them either. But I think they'll take game three. But I can see them losing the next two, and it's been over in five. Um, the Islanders put up a lot against Tampa. Uh, push them to game seven mm-hmm. in the, I guess, really the Eastern Conference Finals, although it really wasn't. Um, it was the East versus Central. Um, and they were close. Islanders were close. Only lost one nothing. Game seven. Can't get much closer than that. Uh, Montreal surprised Vegas. Um, I think beat them in six games. And I would like to see Montreal win. Canadian team has not won the Santa Cup since 1993. Montreal was the last team to do it, but they're just they're not that great of a team, and Tampa's just significantly better. So Tampa and five is my prediction. Oh, I'd like to see Montreal take it in six. No, it's not happening. Tampa's the truth. I mean, we have to give credit where credit is due. You did call Tampa – well, we started talking predictions weeks ago. You did say Tampa. Um, I think we might have had them towards the end, Chuck, but, like, Dimitri was riding with them heavy, I will say. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. It's my team when I play NHL. Yeah, maybe maybe Carey Price could, could hold, it, hold it down <laughs> long enough for them to just score. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty much all. Like, yeah. they, they just need him to hold it down, and the offense needs to score. Man, that would be awesome though if they could win it though. 93. 3,500 fans is kind of kind of a joke now. Like that's, that's yeah. a, like the way that everything is like set up now, like across like the leagues, 3,500 is a joke. If they were really invested, they should have just let them go all out. Like you need that full support. Yeah. It would have been good. Um, but you know, that kind of is handling the pandemic differently than we are in the United States. Um, honestly, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't really heard much pushback either from the NHL or I haven't heard anything about any fans complaining. So maybe they, you know, the people in Montreal just understand. Um, I wonder how COVID was out there. Might have been bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know their vaccination rates are a little bit low. They just don't have much of a supply. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching. I'm going to be rooting for them tomorrow. Um, and I hope the Canadians can pull it through. 
I don't want. I don't want to see no back to back nothing for the Lightning. All right. Tampa, Not know. trying to see it. I was hoping the Islanders were gonna do it, man. I was. I was watching that game. I was watching. Tampa that might game. be my retirement city, possibly. Yeah, we're gonna see him like. All right, Tom Brady, come down. Like thirty years from now, and in the stands wearing a Lightning jersey. <laughs> Nah, I would. Nah, I would. Nah, you. He's been wearing a, a, a Nikolai Heavy Bullen jersey from like the early two thousands. Yeah, you could get like front row seats for like a hundred dollars. But yeah, they don't have a very huge fan base. I guess he's gonna get front. He's gonna get season tickets front row. This guy, the new Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> Until the Giants, the Yankees, and the Rangers come, then it's a wrap. Now you're about to be Buccaneers, Lightning. He's a Buccaneers Rick. fan. Rays. Nah, not Rays. He's hoping the uh, Tampa Bay Rowdies come back for What's soccer. The Tampa Bay Rowdies. That's a fire That's, name. That is. That, that was their name. Yeah. That's a. They fire were like name. the like like probably that. number two team like way back in, like the seventies and eighties when like Pele was playing for the New York Cosmos. Their main competition was the Tampa Bay Rowdies. The Rowdies. They just play Let's Get Rowdy. Ooh, I like that. I like that. They got to bring that back. <laughs> just for the That's name. Or, or at least someone should adopt that name. The Rowdies is a fire name for a team. It is. I like it. Like, I feel like, I feel like, a, like, like Detroit or something. Like something like, like a hard city needs like, needs the Rowdies. The Detroit Rowdies. Ooh, I like that. Maybe any any future uh, NBA team will adopt that name. Man, I'm 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 rooting for the Canadians. Um, you know, a lot's happened in that one week that we missed, so we kind of just have to jump straight to Game Three of the Finals already. But um, with the yeah. Stanley Cup. But um, I'm hoping they could push it, man. You never know. It's you never know. Canadians aren't supposed to be there, so I'm hoping Game Seven. I'm hoping they could yeah. push it. So. I'm gonna go with the Canadians I, though. I'm about to win the next three, and then probably lose. And then I was down there. See what happens. Yeah. Um. So the cool's out on NHL news. Connor McDavid uh, was a unanimous selection for the MVP. Um. He's also he's uh, the second to do that. He's also nominated for SB. And what category? Best NHL player. Best male athlete. Mm. I mean, Good. unanimous MVP. That's that's pretty big. And uh, in a couple weeks, I think about three weeks or so, will be the NHL expansion draft. We'll see who ends up on the Seattle Kraken. Let's go, Kraken, baby! My hat just came in this week. Let's go. I got Where is it. it. I'll show you after. I. I don't want to wake up Nicole right now. I'll show you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Kraken, you know, my, my new team, way out here. <laughs> Got my hat I ready. I hope they get some good players, you know. Let me ask you, Chuck, is, is uh, unanimous MVP, does that happen often in NHL? I know it's like a big thing, like NBA. Like, no, Steph I, Curry did it, it was like, whoa, like, insane. No, Gretzky is on it. Maybe Lemieux. That might be the only two I could think of. Um, it might, it might only be Gretzky. Um, to That's do it, crazy. 
That's impressive as hell. I mean, the Somebody, dude's, he's still super young. Like he already has, yeah. already has two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's only, only McDavid. Uh, he was first on all 100 ballots. Uh, Gretzky's the only other one to do it back in 82. Also, went to Edmonton Oilers. Hmm. He's only 24. We put up 105 points in 56 games that they played this year. Well, you said like mid-season that he was going to run away with it. I remember when we talked about it like a while ago, he said, but unanimous, that's pretty big. Unanimous is huge, yeah. He's had the – he had 1.88 points per game average, uh, which is the highest since Mario Lemieux in 1996. Yeah, shout out to the Oilers for locking him up with like a pretty like normal deal, like nothing even too crazy. Yeah, they're geniuses. Yeah, because they got they got it for like what, like maybe like I think a little bit less than a hundred, right? For like eight years or ten years, something like that. I remember. I remember it was like a like a big deal, like it was like an extension, but it wasn't a lot for a player like that. Uh, it was eight years, one hundred million exactly. Yeah. yeah, a couple years ago. He had an extension, eight years, 100 mil. Um, Highway so, robbery. Huge, huge for soccer, don't get me wrong. For uh, huge for hockey. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but, yeah. but you would think it'd be like a little bit different. Like, Yeah, he is the best in the game. Have we have we heard anything yet about uh, Messi and his contract? So in, in other contract news, we have Leonardo Messi, officially a free agent as of uh, midnight. Uh, earlier today, um, haven't heard much. We're still, still talking. Um, I think he had a plan. Yeah, I think, he, I think it's already signed. Uh, it probably is. It'd be highly unlikely for him to go anywhere besides Barcelona. I know many soccer fans are probably rooting for him to not go. Um, he can sign the deal with any team basically that he wants, but he's only, has only ever played for Barcelona. Um, he'll probably go back. Barcelona is having money trouble. It's been known for a while that they've been having money trouble. They tried to shed a lot of salary over the last you know few years in preparation of this. Um, he should he he'll, he'll most likely go back though. I can't. Can't see why not. I, I don't know. He should have spread his wings and fly, find another home, make a lot of money. Where, where do you where do you think he's gonna go? I don't know. Anywhere that'd be cool just to see him somewhere else. I mean, if they're having money troubles and he's been there for his whole career, I'm sure he's interested in like. I wonder what else is out there. I mean, I'm sure deep down, so or, or he's very complacent and wants to stay where he's at, which is fine too. Both are, both are the best. For so him, he he is. wasn't, I believe, it was last summer. He wasn't very happy in Barcelona, uh, and they changed club presidents, and you know they shuffled around um, the executive office. Um, so he's happy there now. Um, one club has made it known that they want him. Um, they already reached out to him. It is Newell's old boys, their team in Argentina, 
um, the, from the hometown that he's originally from, the town he's born. That hometown team where he reached out to him. He, maybe he goes there when he's like 40, just to play a few games for fun. Um, we're the only two teams that could afford a contract like Messi is in Manchester City and Paris and Germain. How, how so massive, if he's going to go anywhere, it would probably be those two places. How massive would it be if he went there? Like, would it be like game changing in like a sense where they're now like the favorites and all that? Or yeah, and the um, Man City won the English League last year. Um, and I want to say they're the runners up in the Champions League. I know Chelsea won the Champions League. Um. So Man City is already a top five team. PSG is probably top ten last year. Uh, they play in the French league that doesn't get a lot of attention. So if you get a guy like Messi coming into the French league, that's gonna be huge. You know, when Ronaldo came to the Juventus, that helped the Italian league a lot. A lot of people start paying attention to the Italian league. So if Messi ends up in the French league, that's going to be great for the French league. I'm sorry, they're hoping for it. Yeah, he's he's probably like a rock star. Like wherever he goes, he probably gets swarmed. Like I'm sure. That's crazy. Don't get paid. All right. Um, and then we got the NBA finals, which has not happened yet, but we're waiting. We're waiting and seeing well, the we have know, one the, team in. The Suns have punched their ticket into the NBA Finals. I think they said it's the first time in, like, 28 years. 94, um, I think it was. Um, or 27, 28 years. So, uh, man, shout out to Chris Paul. Man, I, I always say I – years ago, I used to debate my ass off about how much the other players are better than Chris Paul. But I've eaten all those words and – I'm really rooting for him. I really am. I feel like if you're a fan of basketball, unless if you're a team, unless if your favorite team is the Bucks or the Hawks, you should be rooting for the Suns. Like if you're a basketball fan, if you're a fan of like the storyline, it you should be rooting for the Suns. Um, it'd be nice. Um, It's always great when you see like a great player win, and not too many great players win the way he if he wins not too many win like that anymore where before the season started they basically was like what is he doing there like why is he not requesting a trade elsewhere and this and that and he took a team that has underachieved for years and of course monty williams helped that too Aiden got better booker got better but still the leader and brings them to that level like I mean, that's not even like a – it's like a super team kind of, but not really at the same time. Like, like this doesn't happen. Like, the last, like, couple of champions besides, like, the Warriors, I feel like – I mean – And at least two superstars. Yeah, and then the Kevin Durant ones, I take those ones off. Like, the first championship that they had when they was, like, all just draft homegrown talent, you know, it's – it's a great, it's a great story. So I'm I'm rooting for them. But right now we have uh, Bucks and Hawks tied two two. Um, it's about to be three I mean, two. It's, it's about to be three two. Yeah, yeah it's about to be well, three two. Phoenix, Phoenix is number one, right? Phoenix is Phoenix was the one. No, Phoenix was the two seed, but 
No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying they they never won a title, right? Mm-mm. They never won a title. No. They've been around since 1968. They never won a title. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to root for them. I would even kind of root for Milwaukee, too. When they last went in 70. Like, when they have Kareem that year, Oscar Robinson. Probably. Probably. And, and uh, I saw Dimitri shaking his head when I was going on my spiel about the Suns. So uh, I don't know if you have any two cents or anything you wanted to. Nah, I just feel like everybody is rooting for Chris Paul to win just because, because exactly what you said. But if the Hawks make it, I'm going to root for the Hawks. That's just how I feel. They're the underdogs. I'm just in development. They're the underdogs. That's true. I am an underdog guy, but I'm also I also like a good storyline. All right, I love a I love a good storyline. I mean, look, the Hawks. I mean, how much Aaron loves the state of Arizona. I love Arizona. Oh man, do I love it! The Phoenix Suns. Oh man, I love love good Phoenix. Yeah, so many beautiful, good beautiful city. There. Beautiful so city. Memories. Beautiful city. I mean, but let's be real, the Hawks aren't making it. Unless a Trey, unless a Trey, if Trey Young comes back for the next two games, we could talk. But no Trey Young and no Giannis, and it's just the rest the rest of the team going head to head. The Bucks have a better team. They do. So, Absolutely. So it, it it depends. If Trey comes back for those two games, we could talk, but I just think Middleton is is too nasty, and I just don't think that the rest of the Hawks could do it. I don't know. Maybe they can. I don't know. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. That nobody thought they would get this far, and they're there. I mean, even so. though I'm a Knicks fan, I definitely didn't think they were gonna beat the Knicks. I just thought the matchup was was better better favor for the Knicks. Um, and that's like me just being unbiased. I just thought that. And then against the Sixers, I definitely had the Sixers because I had the Sixers winning the whole thing this year. So the fact that that didn't happen and they took out the Sixers, they're a legit threat. Um, honestly, they should have won today's game. You know, they just finished. They, it, it, they just, it just finished. It's 3-2. Um, you know, I. I don't but know. It's not over. It's not over. It's not over. I don't know what they said about Giannis's leg injury. It looked very brutal. Um, you think so? You, I don't think it looked that bad. You didn't see the slow mo. His the back yeah. of his knee went all the way like behind him, like pushed back. Like it did not. No, work. I, I know. It, I mean, I've seen worse, but but they still haven't. But they still haven't said. They said hyperextended knee, but you could easily tear stuff doing that. The so. MRI came back clean. Yeah. I'm I'm so. sure I'm sure though I think if I'm Milwaukee, I know that I, that we could beat the Hawks without him for now. Wait till the finals. Yeah. And I mean it'll be it'll, honestly any team that wins, it'll be a cool story. Um it will be. You know, Giannis, I'm sure they'll start talking about Giannis in a different light. And mm-hmm. like, you know, he's already a two time MVP. Like they'll talk about him in a crazy light. Um, and then Trey Young, you know. They'll soon quick turn the narrative about Luka Doncic because they'll say, "Oh, the trade, 
you know, they, they were saying it was it was like an even trade, but the Mavs have the bigger superstar. But look where the Hawks are. Yeah. You know, I, I forgot bunch, about that trade. A bunch of different narratives are about are about to happen. So it all depends. Chris Paul's about the he could either cement himself as like someone who's did it and did it the right way. You got Giannis who could be like that probably put him in the top 10 all time if he keeps on this trajectory, if he wins. And Trey Young wins. I mean, that's just like an undeserved team to the next level. Not undeserved, but like under underrated, underrated team to the next level. So, yeah. Fun fact: um, all winners to me. Fun fact: um, there's a, I guess, um, I don't know how you, how you would say this, um, but a record going around. That's about to end in this NBA playoffs, and it's people who played in the NBA championship, NBA finals, who were who were teammates with Shaquille O'Neal. Thirty-five years. This goes back till since nineteen eighty-four. Just have been a Shaquille O'Neal teammate in the finals. Somebody he's played with. From 1984 to 2020. I'm trying to think. Wouldn't it have been done regardless? Like Lakers, Lakers probably no, no, I'm just saying. one, right? Um, who else besides no. LeBron? Who else has played with Shaq still in the league? Danny Green. Danny Green. Okay. Uh, the recent one is Matt Barnes. Well, Matt Barnes is gone too. Uh, Danny Green. Yeah, it looks like Danny Green's the only one. And LeBron, okay. And LeBron. Yeah, so that's kind of crazy though. Thirty-five years, there's been somebody. I mean, Shaq played for like eight teams, but whatever. He did. He did. <laughs> I'm about to say it's it's not really like it's a cool stat, but like if he only oh. stuck say with the Lakers and the Magic, like oh, two teams. Wow, he played with all these players. Nah, he played towards especially towards the end. He was playing with a different team every year. Yeah. Um, so he so, signed with the Beijing Ducks or something for a little bit. Yeah, you know what the funny part is? I'm looking at the list. I have a list, right? It's like uh I, I believe you. A, I can't see a okay. fan made it. Uh-huh. So the the years that he was in the finals, because it has like a Shaq teammate. Mm-hmm. And the years that he was in the final finals, it says the big diesel the next year, the big Aristotle the next <laughs> year. Kazam. And then when he was with Miami, the big cactus. <laughs> I don't, I'd never heard that one before. That's that one I didn't know. My favorite is the big. My favorite is the big shamrock. Big shamrock. Wait, wouldn't the big cactus be when he played for Phoenix? Wouldn't that make more sense? Yeah, than Miami. It's, yeah. it's probably with. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Professor Shaq. He's just Shaq. This he's got a lot of names. Um. But I'm I'm gonna go with the Suns no matter who wins in the East. Yeah. Um, I think I'll go playing, with the Suns if they're playing the Bucks. They're playing with so much damn confidence that I I feel like maybe the thing that could be is like they have more break in between, and sometimes that kind of messes up teams when you have like a nice break. But I don't know, man. I'm, they I'm, do look good though. I'm hope I'm hoping, man. I'm I'm really hoping for Chris Paul. I just think that would like cement him in a different light as well. But man, if Giannis wins, 
someone has to get out that top 10 they're gonna have to take someone out i'm sure like i'm guaranteeing like conversations would be like that the next like two to three years like Stephen a will yeah. be talking about it and kellerman will be fighting so. back and forth i don't think so but a defensive player of the year two mvps and a championship all before he's 27 or whatever that's i mean they'll put him in a, they'll put him in a crazy light for sure i feel like you gotta have your career done before, before they start even... doing i i agree i'm i'm just saying i could see first take now I can mm-hmm. see Shannon Sharp talking to Skip Bayless and Yellow Edge. I can see all the all the people going crazy about it. Um, I can see Michael K going talking about Rosenberg, and I, I can see it now. <laughs> all the greats. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's 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 exciting time. So by next week, we'll have a clearer picture of who's going against who. We'll we'll come back and talk about it. Um, any other sports you want to touch on or? Any other things um, you want to bring up? I want to bring up soccer real quick. We um, are heading into the quarterfinal rounds for the 2020 Euros. Um, this weekend, we have a bunch of games lined up. We will have, uh, so we're down to eight. We have Switzerland and Spain. We have Belgium and Italy. Um, Belgium might be without their top two players. So that is something to watch. Um, and then we also got England and the Ukraine. And the last match is the Czech Republic against Denmark. Um, I believe the semis then are going to be beyond, uh, I believe next week sometimes. Yeah, the following week will be the semis and then the, um, then the finals. So we'll find out pretty soon who the champion of Europe will be. My money's either on England or Italy. I want you to know, Chuck, last, uh, whenever, was it Monday? Whenever whenever Switzerland played France, I watched that game. Mm. That was the one that the ended shootout. in penalties, yeah. I watched, and I watched, it went down to the last shot. Yeah, I watched it from, like, midway through, and I, I watched the rest of it, and I saw it was 3-3, and I, I watched the penalties and everything. It was it was quite uh quite entertaining, I will say. See, these those are the games of soccer I'm I'm into. Yeah. Like three three is kind of high scoring already. Then you go into penalties, yeah, for like, yeah. overtime, and then you get the penalties. I was all with it. I was yep. all with it. And the huge um RP to um the guy who missed the last shot, probably France's <laughs> best player right now. Uh killing Mbappe was the one that missed it. And uh, they lost because I don't know. I can't say because of him, but because of his miss, they they lost the game. Because uh, got knocked out of the Euros, and you know, Switzerland beat them. It'll be Switzerland versus Spain in the quarters. And while we're doing last minute shoutouts, uh, sorry, last minute uh, RRPs just came in. Breaking news: American sprinter Shakari Richardson just tested positive for cannabis, and will most likely be. Um, suspended from the Olympics. Yeah, what? The when does the Olympics start? We're gonna have a, we're gonna have to have our Olympic episode soon. Yep, oh, uh, nice. a couple weeks. I want to say twenty first or something. I cannot wait to watch some break dancing, man. I cannot wait to just. I'm really actually watch. excited about. That. I, I am too. See actually, they, I want I mean, to see how, how they, they score orchestrate it. it. Yeah, 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 the whole thing. I cannot wait. We should watch that together, Chuck. You have to watch it too. <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys know I love breakdancing, and it's a hundred percent Olympic sport. Yeah, right. I, for a while. I, I've, <laughs> I, I've, I've said this before in the earlier podcast. I think Chuck is gonna beat all about breakdancing. I think so too. <laughs> I really think I think he's gonna watch it. He's like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. <laughs> You'll be the and first one to report weird. on it. Watch. <laughs> You'll be the first one to report on it. A shout, a special shout out to uh, Funk Master <laughs> for the crazy <laughs> legs. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's gonna it's gonna be cool. I'm hoping they don't play it at like four in the morning though. That I'm not gonna watch, but. If it's at like a good, well, they always have like the replays on. Like during the I know. Times. I hate when it's like the sports that I want to watch and it's on at like two a.m. and I'm like, come on, yeah, you gotta, you're doing me dirty over here. <laughs> I'm trying to watch no, well, at the we, line piece. <laughs> we have um, uh, Team USA basketball uh, was announced for men's and women's, and both mm-hmm. teams look stat and three on three, right? Stat. I think they. There's three on they're, three. They're doing a three year. on three. Yeah, I'm not sure who's on the roster for, for either team. I'm sure they're for, great. For the women's, I know Kelsey Plum is on because that's my girl. But um, I don't know who oh, else. Three on three. Okay. Nice. Yeah, that's my girl. She's gonna go off. Is I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm definitely excited to watch I, I, I don't think so. I don't think she's gonna. I don't think she's playing. I almost bought her her uh her shirt the other day. Yeah, I was, I, I was, trying, I was trying to get a uh like a promo code though. Actually, it was like thirty two. I think we should see go. Mm, I'm down. Vaxxed up, ready to watch some Liberty, baby. <laughs> Only New York team. All right, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's wrap this bad boy up. What we got? 72. Right. We got 72. Um, I got two for 72. One that we brought up earlier. It's going to take both. Um. Yeah, Bobby Bonilla. Why am I bringing him up again? Because he will be 72 years old when the Mets <laughs> stop paying him. Man, what a good one. <laughs> Should I do one. my second one, too? I mean, yeah, kill it. you already killed it. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> my second one, former NBA record was 72-10, and 10, best win-loss by the 95-96 Bulls. That's since now been beaten. 73 and 9 is on the record by the Warriors, but that 96 Bulls team, um, going 72 and 10, they won the championship. Warriors, probably the greatest team of all time. We had Ron Harper, we had Michael Jordan, C. Kerr, Tony Cucho, Luke Longley, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman. John Sally was even there. Bill Wennington. We have Phil Jackson. They should like. I feel like they should make a documentary about this team. Like <laughs> they're such a good team. Oh my god! You need, you need an RIP for what you just said. You need an RIP yourself. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead, Dimitri. Uh, minus for Ed Tutal Jones. Because I have no idea. Great, great nickname, by the way. That is. Yeah, that's all I know about him. Is that he? Like, what? A, what a great nickname. How tall was he? Too tall. He was too. He was too tall. He was. He was six foot nine. God. 
Damn. As a defensive end, that's that's all. That's all. That's or any football player. I love or any when, human. I, I love when a nickname like really like just comes organically like that. Not forced. He's just too tall. That's yep. it. He's way too, too tall. tall. <laughs> too tall Jones. I mean, it could have been Ed Shorty Jones and then just been like the whole opposite thing. But mm. oh I like that too. That one would have worked too. <laughs> I, I thought of going Ed Two Tall Jones too. I mean he number one draft pick in seventy four. Um three time pro bowler, three time all pro, uh Super Bowl champion, played fifteen years for the Cowboys. Even tried boxing for a little bit. Um, it was even a guest referee in WrestleMania number two. Hey, I didn't know um, that. But didn't is that in the Hall of Fame? Hmm. Um, I got uh, catcher slash DH Carlton Fisk. Um. Mm. You know, he started his career as 27, but when he got traded to the White Sox, uh, where 27 was taken, he reversed the number, and then he became 72, where he spent majority of his career at 72. And he got some pretty good numbers for a catcher. He played a long time, played 24 seasons. Um, 11-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year. I mean, he was an all-star at 43 years old. He played from 21 to 45 years old as a catcher slash DH. That's crazy. Um, from 69 to 93. And um, yeah. You know, he would have he would have played longer. Um, but he was drafted into the Vietnam War yep. early in his career. Yep, he missed uh he missed a season. Yep. So he still managed 24 years, even after serving in Vietnam. That's I mean, Crazy. that's that's Hall a long famer. time for a catcher too. That's that's a lot. Well, he's played the second most games as a catcher in history. Anybody know who the first is? Uh, Ivan Rodriguez. Yep, Pudge Rodriguez. Boom! Had that one in the chamber. <laughs> I mean, yo, he, for that. Yo, he was an All Star in '91 when he was 43. He had 18 home runs and 74 RBIs and batted 240. That's pretty good at 43. Players ain't hitting like that no more. Except for bro, Google. players were hit, hitting like that back then. Yeah, like, that's true. That's that's a good stat back then. Now it's like hey, it's, it's all right, but that's 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 awesome. So shout out to Fisk. The fist. All right, guys. So, what are you guys watching this weekend besides the hot dog eating contest? We got some. We got some good stuff going on. We got the Euros. We got Stanley Cups games three and four. Um, we got NBA. It's gonna close out probably on Saturday with the Bucks winning. Mm, we got Mets cool, Yankees. Yeah. We didn't even talk about Mets Yankees. Yes, Subway we Mets Series Yankees this weekend. Should we? Yeah, Subway about- Series. Are we making any bets or anything or any conversations mm-hmm. on that? It's just me versus you guys. So that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. We, we, look, we play it down the line. What do you mean? We're unbiased. Yeah. We're unbiased. Yeah. Super biased. Well, look, Braves the, fan. well, look, the ground pitch today, and I was hoping I was going to see like him and Cole go head to head. That would have been ideally what I want to see. Oh, as, as a baseball fan, don't I don't worry. Don't, I to see. don't worry about that. Because if the ground would have pitched, I'm sure. 
Judge Sanchez and LeMahieu would have probably been benched that day. They would have took a mm, day, Yeah, so. they need they need a day off. They need a day off. So. It's hard work. I mean, they didn't. Man, are you sure you would have picked the Yankees too if we're doing bets? It sounds, sounds, <laughs> sounds like you picked Yo, the bets. <laughs> I just frustrated. But like you talk about us, it sounds like you're joining us for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah, I got some extra shirts for you if you need. No, okay. Yeah, I, you know, I ran out of toilet paper. I could use it. Yeah, you go, you go wear the Robinson Cano Met shirt. Go ahead. I got you. I, I don't mm. even know. I think Collect I this that. item. <laughs> I got that for a great clearance price. Come on, yeah, man. Sure. I'm sure he did. <laughs> he told us the funniest that, thing, too. It was funny. That, that, it, was, it was very funny. It was so funny. <laughs> I think you find some nice uh, Jason Bay Matt shirts. Oh or, my uh, god, let's clean this. Cespedes Matt shirts on the uh, on clearance. Cespedes is not a bad clearance yeah. pickup, all right. But Jason Bay, don't ever speak oh that name god. in vain again. I hope he's rotten right now. Who who is like the top rated hated Met? To my my most hated Met is mm. Oliver Perez. And probably Jason Bay. I hated Oliver Perez when he was so like he was never consistent. He was all over the place, and he was a crap starting pitch. I hated him. And then when they got rid of him and he came back as a big time All Star reliever, I was so mad at him that he was good. He became good once he left. He was he was an I'm, asshole. I'm about to turn heel right now and say my least favorite met. Matt Harvey. Nah, I can't say I can that. Get that. I get that. Look, I, I definitely get that. I wasn't that big on Matt Harvey, but man, was he what he was like from 20 from 2012 to 2015, man. I don't know. That I used to love watching him pitch, man. The dark night. Now we have the Grom Day, but back then we had the dark night rises. Oh my god, he would go crazy. Um, I always knew Matt Harvey was going to come down to one or two things. He was going to reach his potential and be great and leave the first chance he had and go to the Yankees. Or he was going to blow up and be nothing. And like, there's no good outcome. For whatever happened with Harvey's career, there's no good outcome for the Mets. Yeah. It, well, it was his He's fault either fall apart, be great, and leave. It, it, it was his fault regardless just because – he uh, he wanted the limelight more than playing baseball. Like he loved the attention mm-hmm. more than baseball, and that that never. I feel like that never ends well for any athlete that wants yeah. that more than what got them to that point. Um, Dimitri, who's what about you, Yankees? I know you got. There has to be at least a couple that you just uh, hate. Jacoby, Jacoby, Jacoby oh. Ellsbury. I was like, who the hell? Um, Jacoby Ellsbury. Yeah, yeah. I called that, him Jacoby. That makes I, sense. That's that was a waste of money, man. That was a waste. Yeah. <laughs> um, who else? Jeez, I, I was trying to think, but that's the that's the only one I could really think of right now. Um, yeah, I I, I don't hate any other Mets. I'm I'm thinking. Of like my years of just like yeah, it was always Oliver Perez, always, 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 and then Jason Bay because that to me that's my Jacoby. What about Ellsbury. Nick? 
I can go. I think the better question would be who have I liked? That's true. Uh, Ronaldo but, Bachman. <laughs> I thought he was trash. The moment Stephon I saw Mulberry. him play. Nah, man. I, I, was, it, I was rocking Starberries all the time, man. Uh, yeah, $15, that, $30 sneakers from Stephen Barry's. Hell yeah. yeah. Kmart? Nice, Hell yeah. Stephon Marley, <laughs> you know what? I need those sneakers right now to play. For I'm going to go on eBay right after we're done with this. I'm going to go find me a pair of mint mint star they don't got those they could be selling them for six dollars on ebay no way no they're quite decided now that was like 150 you're dropping like three figures on this um while aaron took that up we didn't mention i want to mention uh ncaa finally i had these ones ncaa finally got rid of the rule uh student athletes can now collect money off their name, image, and likeness. They're now finally allowed to make money um, outside the schools. How did we not see this is why we need an agenda? This is why we need an agenda. Because how did we forget this? This was bigger than most of the stuff we this talked about bigger, today. That's true. We should we should have led with this. Chuck, this is uh, all your fault. I, bl- to, I blame right, you. I'll make an agenda next time. We need, we need to scratch this whole this whole uh Episode. And we need we're about to just we're just about to close it out and you bring this up this is why we need the damn agenda chuck oh well we 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 took off a week that's one of us to talk about and we'll have an agenda yeah which makes absolutely no sense all right let's talk about it real quick i like it i just don't think it's enough time i, mean, I think it's fine i don't see the schools ever pay the players um, I think it's too hard logistically. There's so many different sports. It's a lot of non-revenue sports. Different teams make different money. Different positions make different, yeah. you know, um, right. participation. I get it. I would like to see them make money too. But I think this is easy and incredibly long overdue. These guys, especially the top names, the ones bringing in the most money, deserve to make whatever money they could outside. Because mm-hmm. you know, if you're a musician for the school and you're there you know like some sort of band scholarship which a lot of my friends from high school were on because i was a bad nerd in high school and they, they made they made money doing concerts outside the school you know playing in pit orchestras and local plays and stuff why should the players not be able to do the same thing they want to sign autographs at like a local sports memorabilia store they should 100 percent have always been allowed to do that um so glad to see NCAA finally did it. The only reason they did it though is because I think about five to seven states um were about to today, July for Earth, um, allow student athletes in their states to to do it. So instead of the NCAA realizing, you know, in some states you can have it, but most won't. It's gonna change recruiting a lot. They figured, you know what, whatever. This way everybody could do it. Yeah, does Reggie Bush need his Heisman back or what? He never lost it. He needs it back. Nah, he I, probably won't ever get it. But yeah, yeah, I I think it's I think it's cool. I mean, finally NCAA does something cool. But I mean, this only really impacts a handful of players. Like, unfortunately, like there's only each. Yeah. 
basketball are going to benefit the most. Basketball and football. And football. Football too. I mean, baseball. Mm-hmm. Baseball, they might get like some like maybe Rawlings or like you know like glove related stuff and things like that. But like some guys will get some stuff, yeah. You know, that they'll get like those type of sponsorships, and I'm sure other sports too, like volleyball and things. They'll get sponsored for like whatever type of clothes that they wear or like you know stuff like that. It won't be like anything big, but they'll probably make a little change, you know, a little like minimum, make some stuff, yeah, a, a little minimum wage, you know. But pretty much if you those basketball players are going to make and honestly, women's too, because women's is just as watched like college mm-hmm. and the men's. Mm-hmm. It's actually it'll probably be surprising to see how much they get paid because, you know, it's always a big conversation with how much WNBA mm. gets played, gets paid. So mm. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how that if we'll, we'll even be able to under, like find out those numbers. I, I'm sure we won't. A lot of it will probably be underneath the table, but I'm sure something will leak and we'll 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 see. And then that'll be a conversation because I don't know. I don't know. At least in this way, NCAA and the schools aren't part of it. So they're not gonna get in any sort of trouble for you know uh, differences in pay and things like that. Now it's just like all right, players you can earn money outside the schools, outside of NCAA. So you know, Louisiana the boys on taking more of their profits. I mean, I'm sure tuition will go up, but the tuition always goes up. I know. <laughs> All right, I guess we're closing now. Yeah, let's do it. It's a good episode. We fumbled the agenda this this one, but we'll be back. better than ever (laughs) so uh thanks for listening you heard our call what's yours